The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's Steve. That's me! That is you! Almost on cue! The podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing tonight, Steve? I am doing well, although I just got yelled at by James Breakwell, but I think I can recover. I just yelled at him for literally five minutes for withholding a very important secret for a long time. And uh, if you're on my email list by this point, you will certainly be reading about this fact in that email on this Monday morning. (laughs) That's right. You made the letter, Steve. That's how mad I am. But I am curious to hear what questions people have of us, as if we are the experts and infallible, but let's see. Yes, we have a good one today. Uh, It's a long one. I might summarize a little bit. We're going to dive right in. All right, here we go. I am a non-judgmental person, and the only thing I expect from people is honesty. Almost two years ago, I met a guy I really hit it off with, and he wanted a friend with benefits relationship with me. I knew that he was struggling because of an off-on relationship of a year. He kept chasing this woman who would date him and then change her mind. She could forget her. Uh, she couldn't forget her ex of seven years. I was okay with that because I thought he was amazing, wanted him to be happy, not cage him. So I accepted, and we laid down rules. I didn't uh, need him to say things he didn't mean or take me out or to make me feel good and we wanted regular sex. I required exclusivity and did tell him to let me know if he ever wanted to stop, that it would be perfectly okay. We are adults after all. Well, it turns out we only had sex a few times, went out, he told me I was really cool and he cared about me. There were times uh, where I was trying to get him to swing by my room, we were neighbors, but he would be busy. I am usually a fairly confident person, but this really messed with my head. I am not the most beautiful girl in the world, but most people find me attractive, and I think a decent number of dudes would have been happy uh, to be in that guy's shoes. I felt like he wasn't really into me, which is totally fine, not everyone likes me, and I'm okay with that, and it wasn't, and then there's a smiley face, and I wasn't getting much out of this relationship. (laughs) including the the regular sex I was promised. So I gave him several times the opportunity to exit gracefully because I I know people make time for things that really matter to them. But he kept on telling me he wanted uh, to see me uh, but was genuinely busy until one day I saw him outside our apartment complex with with his ex and her dog. And uh, it goes on from there, but it's more or less the same thing. He keeps kind of trying to go back to the ex and she keeps trying to reel him back into her. So uh, we'll go ahead and cut off the email there. And Steve, what are your thoughts? Wait, what is her question? I guess she wants to know... Okay, I, I guess I should get to the question part. <laughs> uh, okay, I know I know it's silly, but I'm hoping you guys can bring me some clarity. I kind of want to know why he still thinks about me from time to time and whether I expected too much uh, from him or he's just a cowardly um, something who feels guilty. I am upset at myself for still adoring him and wanting him to think positively of me. Not sure how to cope with the situation and not knowing what this guy wants from me. All right, there's the question, you picky guy. Okay. You want an actual question, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologize for trying to pare it down to what she wants, but okay. Here is a good example of how both people's pathologies fit together like a puzzle because both of them, well, let me go from his angle first because this will be a little easier for her to digest. 
he is obviously a guy, at least to my ear, he's a guy who wants someone that is ungettable. So there's an intimacy issue on his part that uh, if someone starts getting truly emotionally intimate with him, he freaks out, pushes them away. So he goes after women who are not emotionally available. His ex, obviously, is not going to get with him, so he's continued to be enamored with her. You have set some ground rules down, so we're only friends with benefits, so he'll have sex with you a few times. And my guess is you started getting a little closer to him, or he started liking you more, and that freaked him out a little, so he went running back to his ex, or... His ex just happened to be another warm landing spot for him, at least temporarily, and so he wanted to kind of walk the line, have his cake, and eat it too. Now, from your standpoint, letter writer, <clears throat> you said one thing. Oops, sorry. I got a weird vibration on my phone there. You said one thing that really caught my ear, which was a lot of guys would find me attractive. And I have a standard line for people in your situation, which is sometimes uh, women in particular will say, how come I only attract the losers? And my answer is, you don't. You attract all kinds of people. You're attractive. My question to you is, why do you only pick the losers? So my question to you, letter writer, is if you're attractive to a lot of guys, you got guys hitting on you, you got guys coming on to you, you have options for relationships, why do you zero in on a guy who is absolutely unavailable to you? So my first order of business would be to look at family of origin. Where's your dad? How close are you to your father? What kind of intimate relationship was your first relationship with a man? And if dad either took off or was distant or unavailable or alcoholic or something that kind of took him out of the game, that sort of set a model for you of I'm attracted to guys who have a lot on the ball, except they're unavailable to me. And this guy certainly fits that template, which is why you continue to obsess over how come he doesn't want me? How come he doesn't like me? When clearly you didn't want a relationship with him in the first place. Anyway, that's an issue that I would hope you take a look at, scratch at that some. And if you want a relationship with this guy, I would say that is way off down the road because he's got to do a little bit of self-improvement on him first in order to be able to get into a good relationship in the first place. That is what I say, James. Man, that was a lot of psychological mumbo-jumbo. This is the easiest question we have ever had in the history of this podcast, probably oh, in the I'm history sorry. of the world. Okay, so here's the circumstances. She offers this guy free, no-strings-attached sex, and he lives literally next door. There is no way on the face of the earth that at any point he is too busy to go over next door and have 10 minutes of sex if that's actually what he wanted. Oh, my There's, God. No. This, she wants a friends with benefits situation. And he says he's too busy to go next door. Steve, in your life, in your lifetime of knowing heterosexual yeah. males, all of the heterosexual males you've ever known, yeah. how many of them have you ever heard tell you they are too busy for sex? Uh, especially for 10 minutes of it. You can have sex like eight times. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it doesn't, this, I mean, I, I, I just, okay. So, so to the letter writer, I, I think you're being dishonest with yourself. You don't want friends with benefits. You want a relationship because if all you wanted was casual sex, you could have casual sex. Okay. If you are offering this arrangement of no strings attached or whatever, there, there are so many apps out there and whatever. And if you go on the internet, you know, women complain all the time. They hop on Tinder or Tinder or whatever else, and they have a hundred matches in 10 seconds. And if you're a yeah. guy, you might have one match a month. I mean, it's just, it's a totally <laughs> different right. playing field. If you put on there, hey, looking for something tonight, you will have a line of people out the door and you will have your choice of a thousand people. But you keep going back to this one guy who won't walk next door. And not only, you, you offered him, not only did you offer him, uh, you know, this friends with benefits, no strings attached thing, you're like, and you can keep trying to pursue your ex at the same time, which is just crazy to me. I mean, that's, 
because again, because you're getting hurt when he's going back to her, and she's and, and there's this long chain of people. He likes this girl. This girl likes her ex, who's not getting back with him. It's it's, this, it's a it's a long and pointless chain that you just need to get out of. Um, if you if you really just are looking for physical intimacy, you could find that easily, and you know that. I'm I'm sure that you you are just. It, 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 any woman probably is probably more than capable, has more than options on the table. But if you're actually looking for a relationship, this is also not where you're going to want to look. You don't want to wait for this guy to get him sorted out. You don't want to be somebody's second choice. And he has made it abundantly clear that you are his second choice or worse. Um, and, and it just, <laughs> it, it, there's, there's no redeeming qualities to this guy other than the fact that he lives next door. Let him go, get a new neighbor, explore online, anything. You, you have so many options available to you other than this guy. Let him go. It's over. Wow. Fired up Breakwell there, ladies and gentlemen. I think your answer was actually subsumed under mine. I just went a little oh. further than you did, but I did not disagree with you by any means. If a woman walks into a bar and wants to have sex that night, odds are just north of 100% that it's going to happen. And if a guy walks in with the same expectation, odds hover around 12% that he's actually going to pull it off. So I know it's a numbers game absolutely stacked the way you said it was. There's a lot more going on under the surface than that. Yeah, but there might be, but like, we don't really need to get into that here. I just think she's looking, I mean, essentially she's looking for a relationship with this guy and she's calling it friends with benefits, but either way, whatever you call it, whatever she's offering, he's just not interested. And if he had any desire to make time for her, he could. She lives next door. I can't get past that. Nobody is that busy. <laughs> Nobody. It just doesn't happen. So this guy, this guy's a loser. He's, and he just wants what he can't have. He's going after this other girl and they're just, they're in a cycle of unhappiness. And there's no reason that the letter writer needs to, uh, needs to do that. She obviously has excellent taste. She listened to this podcast and she's just, she's just got one area of her life where she's a little bit confused and, uh, she can go out now and she, she has total freedom to go out and, and get anybody else she wants. And, uh, and James that guy won't cut her. She is in exactly the same cycle he is, except she doesn't see it because she can push the blame onto him. Yeah, it is. I mean, absolutely. I mean, his his ex-girlfriend's after somebody she can't have. He's after that ex-girlfriend. She's after him. And you know what? It's entirely possible that once she cuts off this guy, that guy's going to want her all of a sudden. Don't take that as a strategy. Don't think I'm saying play hard to get. I'm not. I'm saying when you cut this guy off, cut him off for good. But don't be surprised if he comes knocking around again because that seems to be his uh, his modus operandi is just to go to women who are inaccessible. So you definitely you get, get rid of him first chance you get. I'll give you closing thoughts, Steve. Oh, well, that was my closing Oh, okay. Thought. And I think, actually, our streams converged. We crossed the streams like Ghostbusters on that one, and chaos ensued. We, we did. We got there from totally different angles, though. You put so much thought into yours, and I just yelled at the microphone for five minutes, but we had the same basic sentiment. We, we were coming from the same place, it turns out. Well, if you would like if you would like to have us yell at the microphone for your question, please send it in to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's explodingunicorn with the E. And it doesn't have to be a romantic uh, relationship. It could be, you know, parent, child, parent, dog, co-workers, whatever. Any kind of relationship. We'll take a crack at it for 10 minutes or less. And yes, it is weird, Steve, but that's okay. That's how we operate. This has been 10 minutes to save your marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.